You're listening to the Meaningful Minutes with Nikki Olson podcast. This is a show for busy Latter-day Saint women who want to learn simple tools to feel confident and inspired in 10 minutes or less. Welcome. On this episode, we will discuss why trying to prevent problems may actually be hurting you. Now, what I want to talk about today is the difference between a prevention attitude and a preparation attitude and why having a preparation or sorry, a prevention attitude with will actually cause you more hurt and pain. And we're not meant to prevent all trials and hardships. We came here to live in a fallen world where we are supposed to experience hard things due to other people unrighteously using their agency and our bodies being in a fallen state. Elder Meredith said, people incorrectly believe that all hardships and suffering in this life are a result of sin. But the Savior replied, neither hath this man sinned nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. So if we go about trying to prevent those inevitable things from happening, we will feel more pain, stress, disappointment, fear, failure, and not good enough. It's not about just sitting aside and saying, okay, then I will let just bad things happen to me and I'll do nothing. It's about fortifying yourself for the future, preparing for those times to happen and what you will do. For example, the internet has so many harmful things on it, right? And that we can run into for for us and for our families. There's pornography, unrealistic expectations of our bodies, and harmful messages. And a prevention attitude would say that you need to make sure you never experience any of those things. Try to make sure they never happen. So you might try to lock down your devices and prevent those things from coming in. You might put apps on your computers or your devices and limit the time or make uh, people use them in public areas. The problem with that logic is that it's not a matter if if you encounter those things, but when. So when they come through, you're going to feel like you failed. You're going to feel stressed and fearful of what that now means for you and your family. A prevention attitude, or sorry, a preparation attitude would have you understand that these things will come through. So what do you want to do when they come through? You don't want to sit aside and wait for them to come through just because they will, but you want to prepare for when they do. You still prepare for when they come through by locking down your devices and putting apps on your computers, right? And limiting time or making people use things in public places. And you also prepare for when those strategies don't work. What then? What can you do then? Preparing is about understanding that you can do everything you possibly can and things will still not work out the way you want them to. So then what? That is what the Savior's for. The Savior is the contingency plan, right? God knew that when they created the plan of salvation, that there is no possible way we would be able to live in a fallen world with fallen bodies and be able to sustain a perfect track record, right? So the Savior was presented as an integral piece of the plan as at that council in heaven. Not for if 
we need him, but when we need him. Satan's rebellion to the plan was to make sure everyone acted perfectly and without mistake. This rebellion was rejected for a reason. There is a need for us to experience a fallen world and choose to follow him in the process. A prevention attitude follows the rebellion plan, where we're trying to prevent a part of the plan of salvation from happening. A preparation attitude is following God's plan of knowing there will be hard and preparing for it by knowing how to rely on the Savior. So what does preparation look like in practice, right? Well, the first thing is, it's learning to experience the negative with Christ. You're going to feel negative emotions through the process of living in this fallen world. You are not meant to prevent yourself from feeling negative emotions. You are meant to learn to feel them so that you can heal from them with Christ. That's a hard process. And if you wait to learn how to do that until the point when you need that skill, you'll be training for a marathon on race day, right? The second thing we want to do is we want to learn to bear burdens yoked to Christ. I've talked about this concept before in my challenges, but a yoke offers the ability for oxen to be placed um, for the the oxen that the yoke is placed on them to pull more than each individual oxen could do on their own. Now, both oxen have to be in the yoke for this process to work. When we're, when we are in the yoke with Christ, Christ can do more. We, We together with Christ can do more than each of us could do on our own. Learning to yoke to Christ is not learning to turn things over to Christ and letting him take care of things. It's about learning to do things together. Preparation is about learning now how to yoke to Christ. Elder Perkins said, I fear that too many church members think if they are just a little tougher, they can get through any suffering on their own. This is a hard way to live. Your temporary moment of strength can never compare to the Savior's infinite supply of power to fortify your soul. Okay. The third thing that we want to do when we are learning uh, is to learn to hear him daily. That will help us be in that preparation attitude. So listen, God knows the end from the beginning. When you're in the middle of something hard, wouldn't you want to know the exact strategies that will make the most difference for your energy, the energy that you want to put into them? Why not learn to receive that information from a source that knows how it all turns out. Learning to hear him allows you to hear the information. But again, if you don't prepare now and learn to hear him on a daily basis, you're not going to be able to just pull this skill out of nowhere. Elder Meredith said, focusing on Christ can simplify our decisions and provide a guide for how we can best spend our time and resources. Learning to hear him will save you time and energy in the end. Preparation comes with doing the work now for when you need the help. I can tell you that my spiritual preparation has made all the difference in my therapy practice. Learning all three of these skills has not only helped me help others, but has helped me teach those skills to others. 
Elder Meredith said, as the saying goes, the only thing that necessary for triumph, for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. The adversary seems determined to get good people to do nothing, or at least to waste their time on things that will distract them from their lofty goals and purposes. The adversary understands that distractions do not have to be bad or immoral to be effective. Prevention is a distraction that keeps you from learning the skill to prepare. If you want these practical skills of how to prepare rather than prevent, I actually created a whole course around it. It's called my spiritual survival course, and it does exactly that. It prepares you by learning simple tools to hear him, strategies for building a relationship with God, and proven skills on how to have consistent spiritual habits daily. And for my podcast listeners, I'm going to give you 50% off discount on the course. All you need to do when you go in to purchase it, the link is in um, in my show notes to get to the course. And then when you go to purchase it, type in the code prepare at checkout and you will get 50% off the course. All right. I hope you've enjoyed listening about how to shift into that a prepare attitude rather than a prevention attitude. And as always, I'd love for you to share this episode with anybody who comes to your mind when you were listening. All right, I'll see you guys next week. I hope these minutes you spent with me were meaningful, helped you feel inspired and more confident. If you liked today's episode, check out the show notes for links to other episodes you might like too. And while you're there, in my show notes, look for the links to my website, social media, and free handouts for remembering how to implement the skills. Thank you for listening to the Meaningful Minutes podcast with Nikki Olson.